Securing a prime location is a great relief, but the work is really just starting. Today on 10-Minute Food Truck Training, we're going to talk about making sure the location you pick delivers the sales you need. Hi, my name is Bill Moore, founder of FoodTruckTraining.group, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. You've done the research on your location, you've got permission to set up, and today we're going to talk about you working the site and making it work for you. Let's start with the exact place you will be parking. How much room will you have to maneuver your vehicle? How long is it going to take you just to get parked? If you've ever been to an RV park and watched people try to park their RVs, that's more viewing pleasure than watching a sitcom on TV. Practice does make perfect, so you need to allow for time for you to be able to park. Take a close look at the parking space and how your vehicle will be viewed. Will it be swallowed up by the building behind it? One person I helped had a primarily white trailer parked in front of a primarily white building. They were playing Where's Waldo every day with their guests. Even the social media pictures of their trailer in front of the building, it was really hard to notice. So think about what it's going to take to get you noticed from people that maybe aren't necessarily going to the business you're sitting in front of. Remember, we talked about 200 people passing by. You've got to get their attention. Look at the viewing angle from the road straight on. And then what do cars, as they approach your location, what do they see? How is your business angled from their view? Look at the position of your trailer or your truck as people pull into the parking lot. Are they able to see you? Are you noticeable? You can't rely on the patrons of other businesses to support you. You just want to make sure the numbers were there. Impulse shopping is probably not going to be enough, so you had to be able to create your own guests from those cars that had no intention of shopping until they noticed you. Think about parking for your guests. Many people will come just for your food and not even bother entering the business you're in front of. So they got to have some room to park and obviously some room to line up as you get busy. So your footprint is going to be much bigger than the actual spot where your trailer or truck or cart sits. You need room for people to be able to mill around and you need room for people to be able to develop a line. Lines of people take up considerable space. So make sure you've got enough room Otherwise, people won't feel comfortable and they won't even bother joining the line. Plan on some type of marketing materials, and I'm talking physical marketing materials, that are going to do three things. First, going to get you noticed. You want to do this by increasing the height of your trailer or your truck with feather flags or a fold-up marquee, lighted marquees, something that goes up above your roof line to give you some height. Think about movement from wind-driven revolving signs or now open signs or those blow-up air tube dancers. Something that gets people to notice you. Then you want to be able to lead people to you. You want to use some yard signs that are posted down the road ahead of the entrance to where you are so people can see the signs and then they'll know to start looking for you. The signs effectively lead people to you. You want to have an A phrase sign that you can set up that can be set up a distance from where your actual trailer is set up. And if they have sidewalks for people to walk on, set up one maybe 100 feet or so down the sidewalk to let people be able to look at your menu from there rather than coming up to your food truck and then having to look at the menu there. So it helps people to already have an idea of what you sell and then they can walk straight up and order rather than slow down the line by having to read your menu. Third, you want to plant seeds. You want to set up yard signs like Burma Shave, which are a sequence of short, funny signs that speak about a signature item or, or that you do something like catering. These signs can be used after folks would have driven past your entrance area. They help show off your personality and they make a memorable memorable connection to your brand. 
And maybe the signs will be just funny enough that they go ahead and make a U-turn to come back and get food from that guy that has those funny signs. Be thinking about where or how you will use each of the items before your first day. You'll want your first day to go off smoothly, so having everything planned out will help ease some of those day one jitters. You're still going to be nervous, but at least you'll have one less thing to worry about because you planned out what you want to do as far as setting up goes. In the days leading up to your official opening, visit adjacent businesses and offices and apartment complexes and let them know, hey, I'm going to be open. Ask them if you can post a schedule, post a menu, post something in their break rooms. And of course, as always, carry a business card and a Be My Guest card as a little enticement for people to come visit you. Don't leave anything to chance. Just showing up and hoping for sales leads to disappointment. On your first day, you want to make sure to let the folks that gave you permission in the first place know that you're there. Go in and just say hi to the manager. Remind them that, hey, today's our first day. Don't forget your free meal or whatever you've promised them. If you are if you did promise free meals to management, you want to get them to pre-order so that the order-taking process is easier for them and it's a less of a headache for you because guaranteed they're going to want their food when you're the busiest. But if you can get that pre-order out of them with a set time they're going to pick it up, at least you can work it into your order-taking process and have the food ready when they step out to grab it. Your social media should be a buzz with all the news of your new spot well in advance of your first day. For that first day, plan a few extra scheduled posts to keep the excitement up and generate sales that you need. At the very minimum, this is the very minimum you should post early in the day before you do any shopping or any prep work and then have a scheduled post at least 10 to 15 minutes before your official opening time. Then one more scheduled post halfway through service. That's the minimum. Since you're going to be new to the area, you're going to expect curiosity. You're going to expect knocks on the window and on the doors. Then you're going to get what many cynical old-time vendors term as dumb questions. Understand that you can have the largest sign in the world that says you're going to open at 10 o'clock and there's going to be a whole bunch of people knock on your door at 9.15 and say, hey, what time do you open? Disney is renowned for great guest service. One of their training modules focuses on dumb questions. They don't call them dumb questions, but it focuses on questions that are self-answering. Cast members are often approached by guests in the parks that say, Hey, what time does a 3 o'clock parade start? Now, that's a self-answering question. Obviously, the parade starts at 3 o'clock. What the guest really wants to know is what time will the parade reach the point that they are standing along the parade route. So Disney teaches their cast members to ask clarifying questions to understand what the guest really wants to know. And it's the same for us as food vendors. A guest walking up to a hot dog cart and asking, hey, do you all sell hot dogs? May really want to know, do you have more than hot dogs? The typical guest simply doesn't know or even care about what restrictions are placed on your food vending license. They just want to know you've got some delicious food. So answer their questions with the same enthusiasm as somebody that is wanting to set up a $1,000 or $2,000 or $5,000 catering. Because that particular guest with what you think is a dumb question might actually be the person that's going to set up that $5,000 two-hour catering for you. Be prepared to handle special requests because, again, you're new to the area. People don't know what you sell and how you're going to prepare it. 
And don't say things like, if you want it your way, go to Burger King. It's down the road. I cannot tell you how many vendors will brag about that and actually do it. And then they'll go and brag about it on the Facebook groups. You guys have seen that if you're in any other Facebook group other than ours. Because our people are well-trained and understand that moving a business forward is not chasing away a guest because they say, I want something different than your menu says. The vendors that chase away a guest don't understand service. And service is one of the keys to a successful food business. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you think a special order is too much of a hassle, don't bother getting into the business. All you're doing is setting yourself up to be extremely frustrated. Make your life easy. Choose another career path. Expect the first few days to be hectic and rocky and tiring and nerve-wracking and just plain scary. Help yourself out with a plan. Help yourself out with some forethought. But you can expect all the planning in the world to still end up with a rocky day. So a typical day would include social media posts, scheduling future posts for that particular day on social media, during your service time so you don't have to worry about trying to do one in the middle of lunch or the middle of dinner. You want to shop for that day's supplies. You want to do prep. You want to drive and set up. You want to place all your marketing materials. Then you want to open for service. At any slow point in, in the day, at any slow point in the day, that's a cue for you to market. Additional social media posts, sign spinning, handing out samples, doing something to get people to notice you, talking to people as they pass by. A cheerful, hi, how are you doing today, draws attention and perhaps that person was so wrapped up in their own personal business, they didn't even notice a food truck until you spoke. Remember, if you're scheduled to serve 11 to 2, you should be busy either serving guests or marketing your business the entire time. Do not sit down. It looks bad, and when someone approaches you, they feel like they're interrupting your break, so they may just pass on by even though they're really hungry because they don't want to interfere with your break time. At the appointed time, Close your windows, pull down your marketing material, and make yourself look closed. Don't close early if you can at all help it, because closing early is telling people that you can't keep your promise. If you promise to be there 11 to 2, be there 11 to 2. Run all your sales through a point-of-sale system. That way you can track what sells and how many of it you did sell. This helps you with your prep for the future. And then I want you to also take an inventory. So that way you know what food you need for tomorrow. And then place that food order if you don't have enough for tomorrow. So that it's ready for you to pick up tomorrow morning. Start your cleanup process. And get your vehicle prepped for moving. You know, cover what needs to be covered. Bungee cord what needs to be bungee cord. Get everything ready to move that vehicle. And then check your social media for comments and respond. Post tomorrow's location. And even if it's the same location, remind people, hey, I'm still going to be in front of. Talk about any specials, any features. Talk about the first, how your first day went. Just post something to keep people engaged and talking to you. Have a time frame in mind for how long you can reasonably afford to build up sales. Clearly, you cannot just open and have all the sales you need for your bank account. 30 days is a typical trial period, if you will, but your bank account might say otherwise. So don't be afraid to pull the plug and move on to greener pastures if you need to. And that's what we're talking about tomorrow. When is the best time to give up on a location and move on to those greener pastures? If you're enjoying our chats... Please consider supporting the podcast by clicking the support button. Every little bit does help. 
If you'd rather make a one-time donation, I've got a link in the description. If you need more information or just like the camaraderie of like-minded positive people, join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. The links are in the description. Thank you guys so much for listening and stay profitable, my friends.